Hello and welcome to my show conversation. Priya, I'm your host Priya Mishra. Before further delay, I would like to invite and introduce Mr. Amit. Amit is initiated a very interesting project and the company name is called Mitikerang. Mitikerang uh, is very important for the country where we have a very patriotic feeling in India. And here in Australia, if the people don't understand, I would like to explain that it's the smell of the soil. So Amit is a co-founder of Mitikeram, a social venture working towards generating livelihood for women by running campaigns and selling their products through e-commerce platform. They're collaborating with women and equipping them with all the acquiring technology. They can start selling across the nation without having to operate a store digitally. His mission is to help and open new opportunity for all women. He worked in the Bank of New York for seven years. He's also a solo backpacker. He traveled over 80 cities and only 17,500 are in six months. So he is a very big explorer, very curious man, and a really special heart for the people to help, especially from the women community. We'll get to know more about his story and why and where he started this in a minute. So help me to welcome Mr. Amit Chen. Hey Amit, thank you for joining in. Welcome to my show today. Thank you so much. Thank you for inviting. Yeah, it's an honor and pleasure. And um, as we were talking offline, your name actually attracted me. It's very patriotic and it's very emotionally connecting. Um, most of the Indian people will understand the company name is Mitikerang. Uh, it means the color of the soil, right? And um, very, very interesting uh, concept I can see in that. Would you like to tell me how this whole journey started? Absolutely. So Mitti Kerang, like as you said, Colors of Soil, uh, this was an idea which got, you know, like like a, like a sapling which keeps growing. So this idea kept growing. But why we started this? So I come from a town uh, in Maharashtra, in India, yep. when I lost my father at a very early age. And uh, my grandfather opened a shop for my mother. And that was a big help. My uncle and aunt, my cousins were great support in terms of food, accommodation and everything. And they are the reasons, you know, we are able to uh, basically survive and do whatever work we have been doing now. So all the education has been supported by them. Uh, so, you know, being a single parent child, uh, you are not that good in education. So I wasn't, I was good till third and fourth standard. After that, I become mischievous. And uh, then the journey started. I did my 10th. And, uh, you know, we all think that after 10th, the science is the only option if you want to do something in life. So I took 11, 12 science. Yeah. And then after 12th, I wanted to do engineering because that was the future. Mm -hmm. I couldn't take admission. Then I moved to a BCom degree, which is not that good degree in terms of education. Yeah. And coming from a science background, everybody told me, you know, you can't do commerce. But I'm like, I don't have an option. So let's do it. So while doing the BCom, now the option comes for MBA because that's the next option for you to get out and get a good job. Right. I started studying for MBA. But again, I couldn't do MBA and both because fees are very high and I couldn't get a good college. So I'm like, now what? And I did BCom. People told me, uh, with BCom degree, you can't do anything in your life. So I just thought, okay, let's try. In the month of, I think June, I came to Pune. It's an urban town in India. And I thought, okay, let's search for a job. Mm. And luckily, after like a couple of days, I applied to a couple of companies. And one of the company hired me. And the package which I was getting 
it was it was like beyond imagination for everybody even for me my family because you know we got that but one lesson one inspiration which i remember from my graduation days that i used to read a lot and i used to listen to bbc podcast right. so what happened when i applied for that job that high paying job at the bank of new york one of the sme from results were there she was there and i was able to understand her accent and what she was talking about because i used to listen to the podcast yeah so you know even she thought ki a bcom grad and we are looking for experience how he is able to you know get that yeah so this connecting the dots whatever you do it really helps yeah 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 i i got a job yeah so you know that was a story till i got a job in 2012 in yeah. pune wow wow and that's where you started and i what i hear that you started this whole concept because you got the help in your childhood and throughout your life and you decided to give back to the community yeah and absolutely that's where your whole journey started in this mitigation concept the concept you brought is very amazing and i know you have helped a lot of women and the business model is very impressive how do you think you you are planning to go ahead and reach out to the each and every woman uh, who want to participate but don't have the exposure how do you see yourself helping um very niche and very um downest cut people where you know unreachable unreachable right so i'll just take you to the journey why we finally moved to this uh, particular initiative and how the journey has been so you know like again getting back in 2012 with 1k i came to pune and then i got a job so that's the story then in for two years i tried to understand what is pune all about being mm-hmm. a urban city from a rural town Uh, and then you know on a given day we thought ki let's start something for the society as you said yeah. and the idea was very simple in the initial days in 2014 that we will collect clothes from people and donate to slums and ngos and right. frankly we thought i'll just run this for a year and then i'll go for my higher studies and a job like higher paying job because that was the primary mot- you know motive yeah. in my life but as you say that you know like you keep i just kept going kept going everyone yeah. kept telling me ki you know uh, nothing will happen with the social group you started because it's like you just get settled and then do whatever you want to do but you know like the job was going on material was going on and then in 2019 after i did a couple of backpacking in india i thought okay, let's leave the job and take material full time until then very honestly we didn't had any uh, perfect plan how we going to be taking forward yeah. because whatever we learned we learned complete like you know uh, what you say pnc permutation combinations we kept experimenting and everything and then we thought Okay, okay. Uh, we have even entrepreneurs in Pune, and let's uh, start towards employment because that was something which my grandfather opened a shop for my mother, uncle, and gave us some the support. So we were able to survive. Mm-hmm. And then the complete initiative towards women uh, support group got started. Right. And so just to connect the dot again, so in the month of March, I left the job. I told my family that my company is kicking me out. <laughs> because you know i i i thought they'll never agree to the fact that coming with 1k and you know leaving the high paid job so okay. because they are very right at the end but i had a confidence and my with my co-founder mr saket deshmukh let's take the plunge and you know let's try to do yeah. and until then in pune we had a center where we used to make tea light candles paper bag and all those things first success story which came in so in the month in, you know we all know diwali is a big festival so 40 days before we thought okay let's introduce candle tea light candle which we light in our home it was new for us we got the trainer she trained the women entrepreneurs 
and frankly we thought we won't be able to sell a good number mm. but in 440 days 40 we were able to sell 52000 candles across mm. india wow wow congratulations right and most important the women entrepreneurs which we were making that the entire duration uh, the family were telling them ki you know what are you doing how much you will earn they were not that supportive but when they got so each women entrepreneur got 17.5k in the bank account before wow. diwali so her mother in law father in law they were telling everyone you know that are like uh, have earned this much yeah so that was the first success story you know which we started in 2019 right right very interesting and it's amazing to see when people lost the hope and you gave the hope and i always believe and i it's it's not me only it's it's been saying a long time it has been a discussion that people entrepreneurs who are coming with the social impact aspect those companies are going to do better in future than actually the people having no purpose of the business so just having a business is not going to make any much of a difference unless you have a real social impact in your business and that's something you are really bringing it especially country like india need this kind of entrepreneurship support you know so it's amazing and just to uh, you know highlight here the commerce has a lot of power so you know commerce degree is a big thing here a lot of people are looking forward and they find it very hard here in australia so uh, trust me what you do it's not easy so yeah just to give you that confidence that in india it is a different mindset but here it is also a different mindset and considering nowadays every degree has a scope you know every degree you just need a willingness to do something you know <laughs> very interesting so uh, that brings to my next question after your success story well, you know tell us about how you know choose the working entrepreneurs and same time helping them how do you help them at same time when you are bringing their entrepreneurial skill right so until 2019 diwali we had a, a team in pune in one location which they were making and then i did a backpacking across india before covid for 6 months Uh, I traveled to 80 cities, 80 with mm-hmm. 17,500 INR, which means 230 USD. Yeah. Uh, the, uh, so I met all the women entrepreneurs as as much as possible in the local cities, in the urban cities. I went to meet them. We had a lot of uh, entrepreneurs meet up across India. In we had in Guwahati, we had in Itanagar, zero, you know, northeast India, south. Uh, so what I learned in the entire journey that women entrepreneur, uh, she wanted to do something. but why she is not able to do something because they are operating their business on instagram whatsapp and facebook which is not scalable because yeah. they had to do manually everything yeah. they can't go to a tech platform because there are a lot of legalities yeah. they can't start their own platform because it's very high cost yeah with i spoke to my co-founder mr sakit ki you know this is what we learned and we are like we already have a platform mm. why don't we open it mm. so that thought came then covid happened for a year we didn't do much in terms of that development but this year in the month of december january 2021 we thought let's start full fledgedly mm-hmm. we rolled out the application form that okay any women entrepreneur who want to onboard their product they can fill the form yeah. for our surprise in two months we got 200 plus entries wow until now we got 270 plus and then we started onboarding one by one one by one and so what we do is for example uh, she fills the form we talk to them about the product then we onboard the product and that is what we do The, the second success story which started after doing this was from holi 
Hmm. Because Holi is a big festival. Yeah. I got a call from the Uttarakhand team that, you know, uh, the Holi we are making. And due to COVID, we couldn't do a bigger sale. It was new for us. In the afternoon, we had a conversation with the Uttarakhand team. In the night, we had a conversation with the Mittikaran team. Next day, we launched the campaign. Wow. In 18 days, 1-8, from 25th February till 18th March or 15th March, we sold 500 boxes of Holi colors across India. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> you are giving me a lot of good shocking numbers, which is very interesting to see and making me very happy. You know, I always, whenever we discuss, it's a very believable concept you were bringing, but the number is really fascinating. So let's, I want to know more interesting story. What is the process in generating livelihood for women entrepreneurs? How do you, they start and what product they will be selling? How do they know that? Cool. So after Holi, again, we uh, came to a challenge ki, okay, how we should promote the products. Because, you know, we have 100 plus product on the website, you know, to get every product on in front of the people eye in terms of social media, how we would do that. So we started with a campaign. Yeah. And that campaign, we thought, okay, let's take one product and promote that product for 24 hours and right. keep a target of selling that for 24 hours and get 30 orders for that. Mm. So that we started and it's been two months now. Uh, 5th April, 5th May, yeah, almost two months. We, from Holi till now, we literally did 600 plus orders wow. across India, including Leh Ladakh. And we generated like four to five like INR revenue for them. Now, to answer your question, uh, till now, we used to think that we have brains in terms of selecting product, what we should promote. But yeah. after doing the campaign, me and my co-founder decided we don't have brains. Let's <laughs> take the product, let's promote that. Because yeah, yeah. we don't have any knowledge and we don't know what people want. So now we're just into the process of experimentation. We are learning one by one. So a women entrepreneur fill the form. We approach them. We onboard them and we started, start the campaign for them. Yeah. Frankly, we don't guarantee them, ki, okay, this we will promise you sales because that's very unpredictable. We tell them this is a tech platform which will help you to scale the model. Mm. On our side, we just try to market it through different, different channels. Right. So that is the entire journey, you know, which how we are operating. Right, right. That's very interesting because I, I've been watching and following a couple of India in Inc. Um, not many people understand India in Inc. is that a small gumti and a small tailor brings a millions and millions of uh, revenue transaction and floating money, which Indian government can't imagine. It's unaccountable, unsolicited, you know, and unprecedented money floating here and there, which is helping millions of people life day to day. And uh, we can't have that account, but it is making a lot of difference in the livelihood of the overall Indian economy, you know, very legal, very legal, but it is a cash money floating a lot. And it helped Indian economy, especially the, uh, you know, third tier, I would say, like if you will, tier one is like a big giant corporates. Then tier one is the middle-sized company, the smaller company and the solopreneurs actually running the economy in a huge way in country like India. Would you agree on that? And that's something you th see the reflection in your business of that? Right, absolutely. So uh, I remember in 2019, I was talking to my co-founder and very honestly, uh, because I come from a small town and I come from a corporate background, but uh, my co-founder comes from a startup background. So, you know, his knowledge, his expertise played a very big role in whatever we do now currently yeah. and ideas which he uh, uh, brings in. So, you know, we used to operate as an NGO until 2019 because 
that is what we know. Hmm. Uh, but you know what we learned that we have women entrepreneurs. So why to? Because whenever you hear the word NGO, yeah, the first thing which comes into your mind is charity. It's hmm. poor. But we have women entrepreneurs who make products. So why to term that as charity? It can be like a sustainable business for them. Yeah. So we moved yeah. because of this circuit, you know, uh, suggestion. We moved from NGO to a social venture, mm. and we don't promote charity. Mm. We are like we. They make this product in good quality. If you think it's good, please go ahead and buy. Mm. First, second, in social background, in social entrepreneurship, social venture, what happens when it comes to e-commerce? Yeah. You know, we think okay, people will uh, buy because of the story. They'll buy because they want to support. But here with Mintikaran, we are trying to bring a complete change in the mindset. Yeah. For example, if you open the website, you will get a first pop-up that 100% refundable, no question ask. Wow. Because we really want to run this like a proper startup with a social background. But we don't want the customers to think the product is of not good quality. Mm. We focus more on the quality. And if someone don't like that, we refund that. Because you know, we want to bring that into our DNA, that customer first and satisfaction for whatever money they are paying. Yeah. That's, you know, good in our DNA. This we pass to our women entrepreneurs and this change we are bringing. So to answer your question, that, you know, this definitely, this is, this model will come in more and more. And if we think within a more positive way, things will really change a lot. Yeah, yeah. And see, I I don't know, many people were from Western society might not understand that. But country like India, it's in our DNA that we always believe how we are going to sell, but we don't want any charity. Indians, I mean, most of the women entrepreneurs or male entrepreneurs, it, okay, they are, they, they are starting with a lower budget and they are starting a small scale business. Two things is very impressive in their business model. One, they know what is required in their community. That's why they start that idea, right? They know what exactly is required by the local community where they are living. So they are very much rooted, right? And the second thing is that they come with a pride that, okay, I'm, I'm good what I'm doing. I know what I'm doing. I know this is what you need and I don't want any charity. And I I, the best example is you, you know, you are a self-made and the struggle you have went through. That is like the biggest solution to the problem you just shared. Yeah, thank you so much. But it's a pride matter. I always admire into those small entrepreneurs, which you are bringing to that. And I think it's making a lot of difference in Indian economy. It's not unnotable yet, but it will be noticeable very soon. You know, That brings to my next question. What are the challenges you encountered during the start of your journey in starting a business and missing mission to the help women entrepreneurs? What are the challenges you faced? Right. So challenges, you know, uh, like one habit which really helped us along the way was experiment. So yeah. from 2014 to 2019, 20, we did so many exper experimentation without giving a thought to what if we would fail. So now when we did this startup full-fledgedly, so frankly, two, three things which are really into our DNA is like we can work. So so still we work for 18, 19 hours a day uh, to, you know, uh, get this done because it's a very tedious work yeah. when it comes to uploading the product marketing it, then talking to the customers. Uh, so challenge, we could say ki, uh, now uh, the COVID bought a big challenge in terms of logistics, but over the period, it will definitely, uh, you know, like it will be solvable. But one challenge is really which we are trying to uh, help. Uh, I think the logistic has become a really big problem. 
because mm. uh, for example you know it 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 will, it will be a surprise for everybody from delhi to leh ladakh when order came in we thought this will take the longest time yeah that del- got delivered in 3 days mm. and the order from delhi to mumbai take 15 days wow, wow. so you know in the in the commerce social commerce the biggest challenge which we would face or be facing but your yeah, solution would come in logistic mm. otherwise all is sorted because you know uh, with the experimentation we kept doing we are learning and improvising on that course and you guys are very hard working and your team is amazing that's why you you gain that success story your team is your asset i'm sure you will achieve it it's an so it's it's an open secret the technology sector struggles to attract women could changing the narrative by be a way to get more women involved in everything from code to commerce Uh, sorry, I I missed your point. Uh, I didn't so get a question. It's an open secret that technology sector struggles, right? To you know to attract more women, and um, it's it, there recently there are a lot of women joining technology compared to when I started twenty years ago, twenty five years ago. But now I can see there are a lot of women in India is joining the technology sector. Could changing the narrative be a way to get more women involved in everything from code to commerce we are trying to reach? right absolutely and you know like i'll just share a plan with you which we are planning is so two plans i'll share one now we are also be trying will be doing the more due due diligence that you know a girl from 8 to 18 very honestly we have one women entrepreneur she's 16 age 16 wow she's running a startup she made like 50000 inr turnover in one year i learned from her you know i talked to her ki dude how did you make this poster what does what's the new trend and she teaches me you know this is this this it's happening so what plan we are planning like now the segment is very very generic everyone can come but now we are also starting with from 8 to 18 mm. if any girl want to do something we had the entire system ready we will support you i'll tell you why being in india or anyone you know when we want to do something everybody tells us ki you can't do this thing you can't do this and you know we we tend to believe them because we don't know anyone else to talk to and we think okay someone is saying and, and that person who is giving us knowledge they doesn't know because they haven't been into that business so that's what we're trying to break ki yeah. from the 8 to 18 if you have any idea we will help you with everything and next step is your planning is like who are 60 above like mm. you know we have so many grandma making so many different different stuffs yeah and that's been loved by so many people Hmm. so this three segment we would be covering that's first and second to answer your question code to commerce how we will make this more sustainable for now we have women entrepreneurs which we help them to sell the product through e-commerce now we are also starting with the grant system hmm. the grant which meaning for example we launched sanitary pad i was talking to the women entrepreneur she's like amit now we make this at hand but if we get the machine we can increase the production we can employ more people and we can scale the market and promote sustainable uh, biodegradable biodegradable sanitary pad right we will be raising funds for them as a grant we will give the grant to them they'll buy the machine and that's how you know it could be like more and more and more sustainable so that's how we are trying to build the ecosystem very very impressive and i i know your social impact is bringing and you are helping lot of people who are from involved in the orphan Uh, situation or homeless situation and you have been helping all those people and i i 
it's not just about them bringing financial support of course of course it, they are getting independence and everything and country like india it's every little bit does make a lot of difference very impressive work you are doing and i'm sure this is going to help and i would recommend a lot of people this is my channel through my channel i would say like you know you please help this kind of initiative so that more people can actually get benefit what you are trying to do so is it you know how we are going to do you know this whole mitike rang in as a mission you know and how i can we can actually encourage more orphan people as well to get in involved with your mission is there any possibility you see in that sense right absolutely for example there are couple of parameters or uh, one any women entrepreneur who want to get on board to sell the products that's first second they want to start something of their own so you know we can definitely guide them because you can do this thing and also what we are doing to make them more sustainable uh, because you know being a when you are an entrepreneur either you can manufacture or you can market but doing both takes a lot of time yeah, yeah. so now we are also starting with a volunteering assistance to the women entrepreneurs in terms of social media like we uh, uh, told them ki you know we will help you with entire social media marketing for you hmm. so over the period you know they will become so sustainable ki they can also promote and they can also know how things works yeah so yeah. whatever work you have been doing either people can purchase the products what they want and if they find it useful they can get on board if they need any guidance assistance we have a good network hmm. and hmm. one quote which i always follow and which really helped me in my entire career when it comes to leaving the job backpacking and starting mitike rang make connections when you don't need the most yeah and when you do that you meet people without expectation and then you make a good relation for example yeah. what you are doing you are bringing people on your channel you know without any expectation just to learn from each other that is a really good channel and good platform thank you so much um so in like i recently initiated um educating orphan age kids like you know i i know what i know right so i'm i'm in the social platform i'm in digital media i know technology so i initiated this as a corporate responsibility that we will pick up orphan age for 2 3 months educate the kids uh, you know we'll run the educational program so i invest my own personal time and some program i buy from the different people and i educate those young kids and that orphan age i am involved with um they are like from 6 year to 18 years old children they are orphan they don't know what to do and um so i thought if i can contribute little bit that's i want every corporate to take something like this kind of a corporate responsibility and find out their own purpose their own motive doesn't have to be what i'm doing but if we can help that younger generation not to be lost you know and you know like more than absolutely and what i think after doing bcom and not good in studies more than education i think we should impart entrepreneurship education to to students you know whatever the age may be yeah yeah so that's why i'm not teaching them a b c d or you know <laughs> i'm teaching them okay how do you if you have idea how to go in market and sell it <laughs> wow yes it's very required because we really need to change the you know how we are operating in our education system <laughs> yeah and also i'm asking them question if you have a one rupees today how will you make it to rupees genuinely oh. you know genuinely with your heart genuinely yeah wow that's, that's uh, good 
yeah, I, I believe that practical experience is missing in our education system. And if that will be coming, more people will be ready to work rather than just having a theoretical knowledge, you know. And like theoretical knowledge is like, you know, uh, okay, I got it. <laughs> yeah, so me, I mean, me and you is a perfect example. We were very much, very much into coming to towards more of a practical knowledge and we believed in ourselves that we can do something practically and we can still be extraordinary in our own way. I, I, was, I was thinking to put up a quote, like if still anyone thinks educate, they should get educated, like, okay, they should get graduate, PG, whatever they want to think, do. But if they think with the education degrees, they will beat the 15-year-old, 10-year-old who are already into the market with the entrepreneurial education. You know, like because we we do PG. It's 23, 24 years of age in India. After 24, you get pressure of getting married. So you can't, you have to do the job and then you take a loan. So again, one more uh, point I want to uh, convey with your channel. Why I was able to leave the job, why I'm happy all the time, why I do whatever I want to do because I have zero loan on me. Mm. Everyone kept telling me, you know, take a, take a loan. You should have your own house, own house. I'm like what to do? And support of mom and brother. Okay, so you know, we want everything permanent in a temporary life. Yeah, yeah. We can't. And when I was working, all my colleagues have taken a loan. They kept craving about the job, but they can't leave the job because they have a loan. So you know, this is all like a, we have been moving in that circle. So which really, if you want to go into entrepreneurship, you have to avoid this type of thinking. Yeah, for sure. And I don't know if many people understand. And a problem with the this whole concept, people do not listen. The olden saying, my my father used to say, that when you are on the deathbed, you should not have any single dollar debt to return back. Okay. Wow. So, yeah, so that's, he was not an entrepreneur. He was just, you know, he was an station master, very small job, never thought entrepreneurial stuff, but he, still he has that wisdom, you know. That little wisdom helped a lot of, a lot of my, us, we as a children, we have a lot of cousins and all, and we really admire his, his knowledge. And my father, even though when we were struggling for the educating education, when we, we were struggling for not achieving, not getting some enough fee or something to pay for some education or extra knowledge or extra course curriculum, father used to say that, you know, be, be illiterate, don't just be educated. You know, wow. so uh, those are a small, small things, little wisdom from the, you know, and past ancient and knowledge from our olders makes a lot of difference. And uh, and you're so rightly said, if you're debt free, you 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 are more happier and you are you are you have more open mind to do something, you know. Yes, so it can like a quick, quick, quick journey, quick uh, loans can give you what they give you the quick achievements. But what is the long-term outcome? You know? And till till you are 32, 33, because you know you can uh, you can switch jobs, you can do whatever you want to do. But after that, when you, once you get settled, you know it's become very difficult for a family right. to move. And that's where the uh, you know you we say that the mid 30, the mid 40s. I I might not go, get the right word. Mid 40 career crisis, 50 crisis. You know. Yes. Yeah. So <laughs> because yeah. Uh, yeah. 
Yeah, it goes long way. So thank you so much for your time and your wisdom. Thank you so much for helping so many people. And I really personally admire you. And I wish you all the best. And we will be always available, you know, as a, as a corporality, as a, you know, as our corporate sector, always uh, helping, you know, as a part of CSR activities. And we will be definitely out there whenever you need. So thank you so much for joining in. All your details will be there on the below. And please, people, if you want to reach out to him and ask him any product from India, which can be, you know, passed from the local people, you'll get a real story. So please reach out to Amit. His details are on the description. And don't forget to like and subscribe. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for your time and, you know, uh, inviting uh, uh, us over here on this platform and, you know, helping in the outreach and everything. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Thank you so much for watching this video. If you liked it, uh, like, comment and subscribe if you haven't already done it. To know more about us, visit www.corporality.global. And also, you can find more about Priya Mishra is on priya.sydney.